So we have today the calling of Matthew, and on the cover of the bulletin is a painting by Caravaggio, who paints Jesus in a tavern, not walking by a tax booth, which begs the question, where is the most scandalous place you could possibly take the gospel? and read it, either to yourself or out loud. Jesus stands in the tavern and is pointing at Matthew, who is saying, are you talking to me? And greedily on the left side of the painting, <clears throat> people are still counting the money, the tax money. They don't care that Jesus is standing there calling to Matthew. All they care about is the coins that are on the table in front of them. A couple of young boys have, have turned in Jesus' direction and are listening or watching what he's doing and standing next to Jesus is St. Peter, as we know, the closest friend to Jesus. So when I asked you the question, where would you think the most scandalous place to take the gospel would be, did you have a chance to think about it? Where would you take it? Anyone? A bar, a tavern? Anyone else? Thank you, Mary. Well, Anna Carter Florence, who teaches homiletics at Columbia Theological Seminary in Georgia, gave her students this assignment. Where could you take the gospel that you probably wouldn't think of and where you probably wouldn't find it? So she sent her students out. One read the Bible on a bus. One read it in a coffee shop. But a minister, he took it into a strip club. And he ordered his lunch. He sat down at the bar, ordered his lunch, and proceeded to eat and pull out his Bible. Over the course of his meal, several of the women that were employed at the club came up to him and were asking him questions. I was flabbergasted by that story. But I was also a little ashamed of myself that I wouldn't think of taking the gospel to such a place. I would be afraid. I would be nervous. And I would never dream of going into that kind of establishment. The minister, he showed great courage doing that. And it has remained with, that story has remained with me <clears throat> all of these years. Because that is exactly what Jesus is asking. Jesus is scandalously going into, in the painting, a tavern and sitting down and conversing with people, and then not only that, but eating with them. 
which as we know, table fellowship is very important, not only to us today, but also in Jesus' time. Throughout human history, the idea of having someone over for a meal or inviting them out for a meal is very important. It's a special occasion. It's something that we get ready for. Maybe we bring out our best dishes and look through our cookbooks to come up with a recipe. It's something that we want to show people who come to our homes that we care about them and that we hope that they care about us in return. And that's what, when the Pharisees and the temple authorities say, this man eats with sinners, well, why wouldn't he? Is the very question that we should be asking. And Jesus has a, such a neat little answer. I didn't come to cure the well. I came to take care of the sick. The sick in spirit, the sick in heart, the sick physically. We don't think of those things because sometimes we are the temple authorities looking at people askance thinking that perhaps we're better than they are. After all, we don't work in strip clubs. We don't work in bars. We don't stand on the street corner. But in a lot of ways, we do. We do when we allow these things to happen to others. We allow these things to fester and flourish when we don't take care of our brothers and sisters. We also, when we are looked upon and people look at us like, ugh, you, Try being a priest and, ask, and someone asks, what do you do for a living? Oh, what was it someone said to me the other day? Oh, that must be really interesting. I don't know. I mean, she was testing my eyes. That must be interesting too. Um, but we all judge whether we think we do or not. We have a tendency to be with the people that we feel comfortable with, which is why this story I found to be so compelling. Jesus was not interested in going to where he was comfortable or where others would expect to find him. He went to where he was maybe a little uncomfortable. But when you have a mission or a passion there is nothing that will stop you from carrying it out. Whether it's God's word, or nursing people, or helping people, the desire overwhelms any sort of fear.
Jesus calls all of us in our own ways. Not everyone will be comfortable going into a strip club or a bar, but maybe it's going into a coffee shop and talking to someone, pulling out your Bible, reading it, not aloud, but reading it. Those are the challenges that we face as people of faith. Because as we well know, there are a lot of people that disparage people like us, look down their noses at, it, at us. Oh, I don't need that. I don't need God. The church is full of hypocrites. Find a place that isn't is always what I'm thinking because they abound. Somebody suggested at 8.30 or 8 o'clock, maybe we should take the Bible and read it in Congress. I said, what a great idea. <laughs> Give everyone something to think about. Where would you take it? That is Jesus' call to all of us. Where are you willing to go? How uncomfortable are you willing to be? That's really why we're here, to, to bind up the broken and bring release to the captives and help the poor. The outcasts, the unloved, the misunderstood, these are the people that Jesus and we minister to. We can't wait, though. We have to start today. We have to be willing to go to those places that make us uncomfortable and be willing to be comfortable with them. Amen.